Hello and welcome to episode 123 of Wing Sauce. Wing Sauce and Old City Sports Network are brought to you by Body Check Wellness. Go to www.bodycheckwellness.com. That's B-O-D-Y-C-H-E-K wellness.com. Use promo code OCS in all caps for 25% off your hemp-derived CBD oils, functional mushroom blends, and edibles for you and your dogs. Connor, just you and myself. It's going to be a quick mm-hmm. one today because... <clears throat> um, well, there's just not a ton going on out there, which, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just, it's kind it's of a product of the times. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, we went through the draft, we went through free agency, we went through all the stuff we're kind of leading in. What is it? We're in the 60 ish days until the season, I think. Yeah. Um, which means that uh, we have some, some training camps coming up. We have a lot of the, the Traverse. I don't know when they go up to Traverse city, but uh, when the few teams go up there, I know that they already did the prospects tournament, which is yeah, good, they, but the yeah. actual training camp, I'm not sure when that begins. Yeah. I always forget, but either way, that's kind of when I see, I don't know, the weather kind of starts to change a little bit. The team's going up to Traverse city. The, you see a lot of stuff coming out of training camps, a lot of interviews. So that's kind of when I really get into hockey mode where I'm like, all right, here's, you know, and then you start to see like who's playing well, who's you, you get a read on what the line or the lineup's going to be. Yep. Um, so anyway, yeah, like you said, there's not a ton to talk about hockey wise. There is a few key items, but before we do that, uh, how you're, you're up North right now and hang, hanging out, right. You missed, you didn't miss cause it was, you, you said you weren't able to do it, but, uh, Tyler, Dustin and I got together last weekend. I want to say for a little golf match, which was a lot of fun. So I got to play at his course. We played at mine previously and then we got to play at his one, uh, this time. So a little home and home action, which is always fun. Oh, love it. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, Dustin was just saying that you were just striping the ball as always per usual. Yeah. Well, I played pretty well, so I need to play that course more apparently. Cause I was, I was on, I, I felt pretty good. I, I bogey number nine, but I was even through eight. So damn, I'm bummed about that. Yeah. And then, so I ended up uh, finishing, I think it was like mid seventies, mid high 76, 77, somewhere That's, around there. Hey, uh, I'll take that all day. That's great. Yep. Yep. So I was happy and I was a little worried because Dustin's been playing by far the most golf uh, between the two of us. I think he's, he's out there working on his craft every, I think every day, basically. So kudos to oh, him. Yeah. Jealous, uh, if not anything else. So um, yeah, I was a little worried that he's going to be giving strokes back and forth. And, so, yeah. and, you know, keep in mind too, like um, he, he wanted to get into golf last year and yeah. You know, he did a little bit. And yeah. Then, and and then this year he's just, he's taken on just like, he's, I'd say he's yeah. been golfing probably what, like three times a week. It seems like at least. I think, uh, yeah. Well, the, I mean, hopefully he's, he's going to listen to this and he can answer this next time. I feel like it's more, but because I feel like it's every morning he tries to go out there. We were talking a little bit. That's why I'm saying there. at we're least, playing. at least three times. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. And Cause we were talking and he'll go out there before work and at his, the, the course we are playing as we were just kind of chatting what he does and kind of the way to land there a little bit. And some people go out there midweek and because he plays there so often uh, and I think it's like his, he's got like a membership there, but it is open to the public too. So you have random people that'll go in there, but everybody knows him that works there. 
So if there's people ahead of him and he's like, well, I got to get through here quick, he'll just jump to like hole three or whatever. Mm-hmm. So whether he's playing a full nine and walking nine or whatever, that's, I don't know if he does that all the time, but he'll just go to hole three and start playing. So he doesn't have anybody in front of him. He can work on some stand games and all that. So no, but overall it was fun. It was nice to get out there. Uh, glad we were able to, to make it work. Hopefully we can do one more. Hopefully you can get out there and we can do it this year in the fall. Fall golf is my favorite golf weather and just this whole time the course is usually in great shape so hopefully we can get out there this year still you, you know what i find funny and and this is just how golf works like the 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 course that i play for for my league every monday it's a beautiful course it's very it's challenging it's it's mm-hmm. not a very forgiving course whatsoever if you don't hit fairways you're in you're in very very thick grass and it's very yeah. difficult to hit out of you're almost you're almost better if you can't hit it heavy and and get out. You're gonna want to drop. So, yeah. um, it's a challenging course. It kicks my ass every single week. It it really destroys my ego. But yeah. here's the thing: when I go golf, any other like you guys, you guys know that I'm you know I'm 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 pretty much the average golfer. I'm not great. I'm not terrible. But yeah, you know, like for for me if I go out there and shoot nine and, and break, break 50 or whatever, if I'm shooting like 47, 46 or whatever, like that, that's a good day for me. Mm-hmm. Right. So the last few weeks at league, I've been shooting like just over 50, you know, whatever. And then every time without fail, I will go to a different course. I, I, I play way better. Yeah. It should be the opposite, right? Like you play the same oh, yeah. course every single week. But then I don't know if I'm getting in my own kitchen with like, like, hey, you fucked up on this shot um, last week. Mm-hmm. So you're probably going to do the same thing. It's just like my, my mind is like in an internal war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not so, a good place to be uh, when you're golfing. It's a pretty mental game. Yeah, definitely. But I, I went out with um, so Anthony, my, my brother-in-law and I, we um, we both work obviously at the same uh, company. So we have the same schedule for what are called summer Friday. So every other, yeah. every other Friday for us is a, is a half day. Yeah. Um, we have summer Fridays too. Sweet. Yeah. That, yep. Hey, when, when I heard that that was a perk, I was like, Oh boy, this is going to be fun. Yeah. So, um, get every Friday, but whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so we, we went out a couple weeks ago and we, we had fun at uh, Scott Lake. It's a, it's a course um, kind of in uh, Comstock Park, like right off of 131 there. Really nice course. It's short, but very, very challenging, very hilly. Um, mm-hmm. it, great course, a lot of fun, but it's, it's challenging. Um, shot pretty well there. I shot a 45. Nice, um, yeah. And then you know, I, 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 go back to, I go back to our league and I had the worst round of my life. It, you know, and, and then, uh, Anthony and I, we had another summer Friday just this past Friday and he had a free round to go play at, um, uh, Gracewell country club, which is in Walker, uh, just, just West of Grand Rapids and beautiful course. They have, uh, two separate 18 hole courses. Um, there's an East course and a West course. We only played nine. Um, but Anthony and I literally shot for shot. We, we had the, almost an identical score. There were two holes where I got a par, he got a bogey. And then on the last one, he shot a bogey. I shot double bogey, 
But other than that, every single shot that we had right off the tee box, we were playing perfect, like Kartner golf. Like, yeah. like we were right next to each other. If he had That's a muff shot, if he had a muff shot, I would have a muff shot. If I had a great recovery shot, he would have a great recovery shot. Like, it's just, I've never seen, I've never seen that happen before. We were like, yeah. we were looking at each other, like what is happening today? Yeah, It's like, hopefully you have a nice shot. Cause that means I'm going to have a nice shot. <laughs> yeah. So, but we both ended with uh 47, 46. I can't remember 46 nice. or 47. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, it's, and then we're going today out in Lincoln Hills um, for my father-in-law's uh, birthday. So beautiful. So yeah, we'll be playing 18 and um, we'll see. We're, we're going to have some fun with it. It's, it's a fun, it's a fun course. Uh, you have to have darts for, yeah. um, for your, your short game. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens yeah. with that. Keep us and updated. I'm on the last day of my stitches. Yes. I was going to um, ask about that too. So what do you, what'd you do again? So I was trying to be a really good husband. Um, mm-hmm. I know all, all good stories start with that. Um, and so basically I, uh, (laughs) no, this was, this was in the middle of, uh, of the day on Monday. Um, doesn't mean anything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was working, working. Um, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, so I, I was taking a smaller aluminum can, like the, the, the tin cans for the foods or whatever that you have to Mm. use the can openers for. So the lid was up on the bigger one and I was forcing the smaller one in and Uh yeah, it, it just, it, it ripped it right away. Um, it wasn't, I mean, it was bleeding pretty bad. I was putting, I put pressure on it for like 10 minutes. And, um, then I called, I called live and I was like, Hey, perks of having a, a PA as, as a, yeah, no as kidding. a significant other. Um, I said, Hey, um, I think I might need stitches or you guys might be able to glue it. I'm not sure. So yeah, she, uh, she stitched me up, took care of me. And, um, and then I played league on Monday because you know I'm I'm just not gonna let, uh, you know pain pain is temporary but pride is forever. So, um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm not gonna let uh, a couple zippers stop me from playing some golf. Yep, that's right. Beautiful. <clears throat> yeah. But um, but yeah. So uh, we're on last day of that. Um, so if anything happens, I already ripped one stitch out playing golf the other day. Uh, mm-hmm. So if I rip the other one out. So be it. So be it. Yep. But, um, but yeah, so the the only thing that I really wanted to discuss here, I I know that, um, like we mentioned, it's going to be a short one and I know Connor, you got to get going in in a little bit here, but the world juniors, I mean, Canada was just, they're, they're, they're a powerhouse. Yeah. I was going to say they're a wagon. Right word for it. I mean, they, they won, they won the game. But really, it was Mason McTavish that that saved their ass. Yeah. In overtime, I've never seen I, that game was sealed. See, I didn't watch it live. Um, no, me either. But, but I, oh, I watched okay. all of the. I watched yeah. all of the. I watched the the overtime this morning, like the actual full overtime. Um, oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. And so, I, they they should not have Canada. Luck, luck was on their side. I know you need a little bit of it. I'm not going to take anything away from Mason McTavish. That was incredible play. Holy shit, though. And and to have that momentum, I mean, you're you're definitely riding a wave. If if Lady Luck is on your side for that, and then yeah. Kent Kent Johnson comes all the way down, and uh, it was a two on one, beautiful beautiful toe drag move from I forget the guy who um, 
who passed it over to him. But Kent Johnson got his own rebound, dragged the goal to the other side. Beautiful play. Um, and yeah, it, it, it was it was bound to happen. I mean, everyone everyone kind of knew it from mm-hmm. when the rosters were released. Like, OK, yeah, Canada's got this. Yeah, right. And actually, I was surprised that it was that close. Um, yeah. But I mean, it, the World Juniors is at the end of the day, like there is ta- you have to remember that everybody is so talented on each team. Like, yeah, Canada is the most talented team when you look at the roster, but they're not in the NHL yet. So they're pretty they're, they're young kids. I mean, they're if you're looking at the age groups, they're pretty young. And, uh, you know, so anything could really happen. It's not like it's they're playing a high school team. They're playing other guys that are going to be playing in the NHL for a long time. Yeah. Oh, these are uh, pro level studs for sure. Yeah. And they just don't have the consistency yet. And I think that's the <clears> difference <throat> between Canada and some of the other teams is that they are more consistent, but you really never know until the tournament's played. And uh, so every, it, it happened what everybody thought was going to happen. Canada won, but it's not to say it was uh, just a run. They were running away with everything because they, they had to really fight for it. Another thing is too, Connor, and, and we've, I think we've, we've talked about this before as well, but like Connor Bedard, phenomenal player, but mm-hmm. that was a full team of, yeah. of studs. It wasn't just every, everyone had their sights set on, on Connor Bedard, which, yeah. you know, that's, you know, we Tavish led the, the tournament in scoring, I think. Right. So, so it's, it's really, it, no, I'm, I'm saying it, the depth that's on Canada's yeah, team. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. It was a full team and everyone was, of course, Bedard is, he's breaking records. He is, the next superstar in the league. Yeah. And when, when I say superstar, it's, I'm not talking uh, a Lafreniere. I'm not talking, um, you know, a Jack Hughes. This is a supposedly a Crosby level McDavid level type player. So yeah. of course, everyone's going to have their sights set on that. But in reality, when you look at the, the, the depth of that team, they deserved it for sure. hundred percent. Yeah. And I don't think it was anything. Any, so it, it would have been, if it would have been more surprising if they didn't win. That's Absolutely. Are, right? yep. You know, when you saw the rosters come out, when you saw every the and World Juniors announced, it was like, well, Canada should win this, no problem. If they don't, then they have some serious problems. And somebody, it was their tournament to lose. I think that I yeah. I, I can't remember uh, who on TSN said that, but it, it's it couldn't be more true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that was the only thing that uh, hockey related, well, other than Jake Wallman. Uh, well, resign with the Red Wings. But, yes. Yeah, go oh, ahead. That one and that, but I did want to talk real quick. I think one of the bigger things really Kadri. is Kadri. Yeah, yeah, of course. And that was kind of the other shoe to drop on all free agency. And where was he going to go uh, now? I mean, he was what a fit. One of the biggest names, and so it was surprising that it left this. It took this long, but he had his his pick. I would imagine uh, the deal is seven million seven years. I don't know how it's forty nine. Yeah. I'm sure there's some, whether it's front-loaded, back-loaded, I don't know. I, I saw a lot of people that were happy with it, a lot of people that were saying that's just too long, too much and too long. Um, I think if you have a lot of people saying both things, and it's, it's probably, probably a front. deal. Yeah, and it's probably a pretty fair deal overall. So yeah, I, I'm i happy if I'm a Calgary fan, uh, and I'm happy if I'm Kadri, and it probably at the end of it, who knows? Maybe it could it could look bad, but you said... It, what I think it's probably front loaded. And if he's making only four ish on the end of his contract at the end of the, uh, the seven years, then it's going to look like a really good deal. And it doesn't matter at the end of the day, he's getting all that. He's getting all that money and the way that they can structure it against the cap is that's why there's smarter people that do that. 
And if if you're if you are um <clears throat> if you're Calgary, you have to be just elated by this offseason. So this yeah, off you, you lost you, you lost Kachuk, you lost Kudrow, and you're thinking, what the hell? Like yeah. where are we heading right now? And but you get Huberto, you have Kadri now, and now mm-hmm. you have a bona fide top four D man in Mackenzie Weger. I yep. think that they got and better at this offseason. Yeah, I think so too. And they got picks from Florida too. Yep, like, a, a, a few picks. I'm just saying, like, like what what did yeah, they the get in return itself. now? I yeah. think that just that alone, they got much better. No, so, I, I agree. And 100%. another reason to to feel to feel really good as a Calgary fan, you got not only did you get a, a what 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 do we say, Cadres, a typical thirty goal score per year, right? At yeah, least somewhere around there. That's like scrappy he's the best number two center and would be a number one center on some teams which i think is yeah in the style of play that he plays is the exact type of player that you would want especially if like calgary needs to have a lot of that grit battle of alberta you know that's going to be rough he's going to fit in perfect for those uh those types of games him and luch on the same team going to be crazy and then you know they obviously made the playoffs they lost uh to edmonton they're, they, I, I agree with you. I think they got better and they're going to be a harder team to play against. And I think that the players that they brought in are just as good. And if not better, they got more talent on their team and they all play that gritty style. They yep. can play that gritty style that they're going to fit perfect for it. I'm excited for him. I was surprised that he picked a Canadian market. I think you taught, you touched on that in our group chat of just like, Oh man, if you could go anywhere, would you go back to Canada? Like you can't yeah. Toronto. And it's not like Calgary is going to be any easier on the press side, but, but what, I, what I, he's playing. I, I think that, you know, he, but we, we have discussed this in the past too. He doesn't have to have the same role as he had in, in, um, in Toronto. He was, no, you know, that's the best part about that. Yeah. We, no one really knew what his identity was supposed to be because he was a chippy player. He was like a Marchand type of guy mm-hmm. with a little bit of skill, but you know, when Babcock was the coach, um, you know, they didn't really showcase that. And yeah. Yeah, I, I I think that he is in a perfect. He's on the perfect team, the perfect market right now, and um, I can't gonna, I can't wait to see what they can do in the playoffs. Yeah, and I don't know much about Calgary, but they they seem like kind of that uh, like blue collar lunch pail type of people, like crowd that you love. I, I don't know. I could be completely making that up. Where I Western see Western Canada, it's it's that, you know that's what I'm thinking. But and then I look at kick, Toronto, kicking boots. Like, yeah, where everybody shows up in suits and nobody can afford a game, um, yep. which I'm sure the Calgary prices are crazy too. But again, that's just my mentality. And I think if Kadri's going to play better in one, it's going to be like, they're going to love him because he doesn't need to go out and get four points a night. Right. right. Like that's not, he could. Yeah. I don't know. He did it. He, he did that last year, especially when uh, Colorado, everybody was hurt. He was, he was the guy. He made them still be a factor. Absolutely. Uh, first half of the year. So, um, no, yeah, we've said all, all we can say on that. I think he's in a great spot. Calgary did get better in the off season. I like them probably more than Edmonton now, but again, McDavid always throws, throws a wrench in, in that. And I think those two are going to be going up against each other for a while. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That, that will, that rivalry, it's good to see it back. Um, over the last few years, it's, it's been kind of heating up a little bit more. And, mm-hmm. and last year, I mean, it, it did it go to seven games? Yeah, it was honestly like a movie script. 
you know, it was couldn't have written season. it any anymore. Yeah, you, any you better. Could not have. Yeah. But yeah. It, it hopefully we get to see that in like picture a Western Conference championship. And it's and it's those two and it goes right. to seven. Oh my God. Yeah. But no, that's I mean, I'm I'm glad that we were able to to get those things, you know, get those topics off of our chest. Um and yeah, I, I think that uh in two weeks we'll we'll hopefully have some more stuff to talk about. But um yeah. And anything else you wanted to bring up? No, it looks, I just know that it looks like training camp uh, should be in September. So next month in the next couple of weeks, we should start seeing more stuff about teams going to training camp. I don't know if it's all the same time, but it looks like mid mid to late September. I think I just typed in NHL training camp. And like the first one that came up was Dallas. Like the stars will begin training camp September 21st. I'm like what of all the teams when I type it, just a very generic, just Dallas, why would, why would Dallas be coming up? Like, why would it, whatever, it doesn't matter, but Tampa, September 11th. Um, so I think there's a bunch of teams. They have to follow what the NHL, you know, calls for yeah. timing wise. And so throughout September, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll have some more, more fun stuff to talk about. Oh, and speaking of training camp, the next podcast, we will definitely be discussing hard knocks. Hmm. I like it. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we're, we're two episodes in right now. I can't get enough of it. Um, if you, all, all I'll say about this right now, and, and we can dive into it deeper because I'm, I, I don't know if Dustin has watched it or not, but uh, we will, we'll discuss it for sure. If you watch this and still do not root for Dan Campbell, not even just the lions. If you yeah. don't root for Dan Campbell, check your pulse. Yeah, he he's the coach that you would want to play for 100%. You know, we talk about players coaches and I think Dustin was like, well, what makes a player's coach or who's a player's coach in the NHL? Yeah. And it's like, well, you could go down the list, I'm sure. Uh, but a very quick answer and it's obviously the NFL, but Dan Campbell, it's like a player's coach 100%. Like, yeah, he can get on your ass about stuff, but at the end of the day, you he's going to get everything out of you. Is he going to be the X's and O's guy that, I don't know. I think that's still TBD on being like the X's and, X's and O's. You know, He's got a good team for team. that, though. He's a great right. motivator. Right. Yeah. And and that's like half the battle for these coaches is just being getting the most out of your players because they're in the NFL for a reason. They're in the NHL for a reason. They know how to play. They just need to do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, all I'll say is that the amount of, of Honolulu blue Kool-Aid that's being just guzzled right now at the moment is is unfathomable. Yeah, and, a lot of Super Bowl tattoos, I'm sure, for the Lions after watching Hard <laughs> Yeah. So it's, it's, you know what? I think that the, it, I, I say that we're going to discuss it more in two weeks and, and we will. Um, yeah. I think the expectation for them this year, expectation, not hope. The hope is higher. Expectation yeah. is at least eight and nine. Yep. I like it. Though. I mean, that'd be a huge step forward. They were so close. It's so annoying. It's not even worth talking about. They're so close in all of these games. Like last year, if you just win, I'm not saying you win every one of those. If you, if you just finish, were, just finish the game though. That, that, that was the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, and don't start off bad. They were such a second half team, but couldn't catch up. Right. I yeah. think it was the second half. They couldn't play in the first. They'd go down by like three times. And that had been going on since the Caldwell years, you know, oh, like, yeah. like that's, that's where, uh, you know, Stafford, the comeback kid, like mm-hmm. made his name. It's like, well, maybe if you played the first half that you, you wouldn't have, have to yeah. deal with that. <laughs> right. So, yeah. but yeah, 
Uh, anything else, Connor? No. All right. Then, uh, Dustin. Okay. Let's get the puck out of here. All right. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> All right. All right see, ya. see ya.